Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 70. The most dangerous word in the English language. Ooh. I'm not sure this is going to be. This might be, it feels clickbaity, I'm going to be honest. No, I think uh, it's not (laughs) clickbaity. I don't even know the word, so. I could have added might be one of the most. Maybe, yeah, we should have added just a little bit of a. It's our podcast. Doling. My opinion. (laughs) Uh, It's the second episode in our series, Living an Extraordinary Life. If you missed the last episode, episode 69, where we kicked it off. Um, with the first episode, which is kind of how to tackle new things. Um, this whole series is just basically exactly what the title is, which is living this extraordinary life, living with intention, living with like gusto and how to really kind of make this one life that we're given. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, last week, we also talked about a new fun offer uh, to do gro- gro- group coaching. <laughs> <laughs> no group coaching here. Uh-uh. group coaching with Pete. Um, he obviously mostly just does one-on-one, um, but we thought to do, you know, another group option. We've done about one or two a year of these groups I and they've just been so awesome. Um, and so it really creates this fun community amongst everybody and you get the opportunity to meet awesome people and help you through some of the big challenges you're facing if you're facing any, or maybe you just need encouragement. Um, so it's, it's just a really good opportunity. You walk them through some very practical exercises and courses mm-hmm. that you've created. Um, and we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. The, the group part is fun because you have all this energy, you know, together mm-hmm. as everybody's working usually on different things that they're and trying it's virtual. to do it's, or it's launch. It's over Zoom, so it's not like you have to go anywhere and yep. they'll, you know, so it's it's really, really awesome and super convenient. And we and got it more affordable than ever. Ever. Yep. So if you're interested, thegoalgettercourse.com. Don't let the course part throw you off. It's just part of the curriculum that Pete walks you through as far as like really kind of living this life. Um, so you can go there or go to PeteWilson.co and it's right there on the top so you won't miss it. Um, but we'll talk more about that at the yeah. end. I but... like it's PeteWilson.co. We couldn't afford PeteWilson.com. It's we not true. It's just not M, available. So it's .co. <laughs> it's not available. Anyways. Um, so yeah, but that okay. is the end of business. We've, we've had... Um, the past like week or so in Nashville, at least we've had unseasonably cooler weather. Yeah, which is sad that we think like eighty as a high is unseasonably cool. Oh, but we've I think been in these seven is unseasonably. cool. We've been in like a hundred, a hundred plus temperatures, and it's absolutely like it makes me want to crawl in a hole and not die. But yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely terrible, and you can't go outside. So lately, it's been like. 85 and we're like oh my gosh but the mornings are like crisp and like 60 mm-hmm. something so great. it's been so awesome and football's back for some people at least you know nfl we're already had some preseason yeah your already boys the titans my boys have their first game this friday night mm-hmm. which is gonna be awesome yeah so at least even if it's not fall weather we have fall things yeah it feels good and with your boys so his youngest um brewer is actually going to be the quarterback for the varsity team, mm-hmm. which is amazing and just exciting for him. Also very nerve wracking, yeah, I'm very sure. Um, and then Gage, what's Gage's position? I should know uh, this. Gage is a cornerback. Yeah. Um, so Gage is in the middle. And then um, Jet, his oldest, is playing football in college. So it's like literally Friday, yeah. <laughs> Saturday, just constant games. It's so it's 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 fun though. It's my favorite time of the year for I sure. Do. I know. I love it. I love everything about it. 
I and I'm I watch the Titans in preseason, and um, I usually almost every fall start off in week one thinking we're going to the Super Bowl. No, we're going to win it all. You think that all the way through, like halfway <laughs> through the season. I do, but you know what? I have a different strategy this year. I think we're going to stink, and that's I'm going to hold on to that so that and hope that I'm pleasantly wrong. surprised. <laughs> But I just don't have the hope uh, this year I've had in previous I know. years. No, it's okay. You can just you can attach your fandom to my Georgia Bulldogs, and we might carry you across the finish line every once in a mm. while. Mm. Oh, <laughs> need I remind you we won the national championship? Yes, How many I know. times can I say that on this podcast? You remind me almost daily. Good, that's what we need. So, anyways, the most dangerous word in the English language is not Georgia Bulldogs. What is it? I can't tell you right away. I got to set it up. I got to set it up. This is good, all right? Okay. I got to set this up. So I, I, I think that one of the most <laughs> dangerous words in the English language is actually found in the Old Testament of the Bible. And it's one of my stories that I think as a kid, it was my favorite story to hear in Sunday school. Okay. Because it had lots of different elements and, you know, it, it it felt magical and powerful and cool and interesting. And it's all the way back. It's like Exodus chapter 8. Quick background, if you are not familiar at all with the Bible, that's fine. But in, in this part of Exodus, the Israelites uh, have been living in slavery for like 400 years, right? And they want freedom. Moses is selected by God to lead the Israelites into freedom. But they don't have a lot of bargaining power, right? I mean, Pharaoh, who's leading Egypt out, doesn't want to let go of thousands of slaves mm -hmm. for nothing, mm -hmm. right? And so they don't have a lot of bargaining, you know, chips. So God gives Moses and the Israelites bargaining chips in the form of these things called plagues. Mm -hmm. Did I say that word right? Plague? Plague. Yeah. I think I used to say plague. Yeah, I think you did. Plague. I've been working on that. Okay, right. plague. I'm so proud of myself. I caught it. So uh, there's all these different plagues, like uh, the water, turns to blood in Egypt. That's one mm -hmm. of the plagues, which I thought as a kid, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Others involve gnats and flies Locus, and yeah. locusts, boils. Like, But in the midst of all this, for me, what was always the most memorable plague had to do with frogs. And like, I'm talking lots of frogs. Okay. Millions of frogs. Like, we're told the frogs are like everywhere all over Egypt, right? And again, the, the idea, the concept was that these, these different plagues would make Pharaoh and the Egyptians so miserable that they'd be like, fine, you can go. We'll let you free. Mm -hmm. So there's frogs all over. Uh, Pharaoh can't take this. He calls Moses and he's like, all right, I'm done. You know, pray to your God to take away all these frogs. And if he does that, I will let the people go. Israelites will be set free. Also, I can think of a hundred other things that are worse than a bunch of frogs. Like what? Like spiders and snakes and like lions and things that are actually going to hurt you. Frogs I don't know. Are just I've seen like some little... mean frogs. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's kind of a funny one that of all of them, it's frogs. It's I just like... think it's just, it'd be gross. No. They're like all over the place in your bed. Well, okay. You didn't say they were in our bed. They're everywhere. Like there's millions, <laughs> okay, right? Okay. And so uh, Pharaoh's like, you know, Pray to your God to take away the frogs, and you guys can go. And so Moses responds to him, Exodus 8. Here we're almost there to the most dangerous word in the English language. Uh, Moses' response to him is like, okay, I'm going to give you the honor of setting the day and time 
for me to pray this prayer, and you're going to let the people go, right? And so here's Pharaoh's response to all this, Pharaoh's response. And again, remember, frogs are out of control. The Bible says they're all in the palace, they're in Pharaoh's bed, they're in the house of the officials, in the people's hunt, everywhere. Pharaoh's response to Moses is one word. He says, tomorrow. Hmm. Tomorrow. Like, let's, why don't you do it tomorrow? And I'm thinking, why in the world would he wait until tomorrow? If it's that miserable, it's so miserable he's willing to let thousands of slaves go free. Why in the world does he not just say, do it now? Mm-hmm. Like, say the prayer now. Let's get this thing going. I mean, does he enjoy frog legs? Does he love the sound of his daughters screaming every time they walk into the house? I mean, what could possibly motivate this man to wait to tomorrow if he could resolve the problem today? Why spend another night with the frogs? And if you think about it, Pharaoh's behavior really isn't that unusual, right? I've been there myself. I've done that. I've seen lots of other people do this. They settle for another night with the frogs. And it's, it's puzzling. It's a puzzling thing, I think, about human behavior that people persistently tolerate and maintain behavioral patterns that eventually will destroy their own lives. Mm. So you've got a couple uh, that's sinking into unmanageable debt. Mm-hmm. Right, they they need to do something. They need to do something quick. But instead of like really resolving the problem, they just go out and get another credit card to go even deeper in debt. Mm-hmm. It's the man or the woman who gets up every day and goes to a job they hate. They know they're going to hate it. They hate it in advance. Uh, they know that they were made for more. Uh, they have some passions. But they just keep putting it off day after day. Like one day, I'll actually pursue that. It's like you know that you're not the husband or the wife or the mom or the dad that you really want to be, but you just keep putting it off and saying, you know, one day I'll become that man, that woman, that mom, that dad, that husband, that wife. And we just kind of, we just postpone it. Mm -hmm. And so basically that's what Pharaoh does. He says, um, you know, let's just do it tomorrow. Moses like, say it, just tell me the time and this will happen, right? Are you ready? You want to do it now? Pharaoh's like, let's do it tomorrow. And I don't know, I think maybe Pharaoh was like, you know, I want the frogs to be gone, but then I'd have to give up my labor force, right? Maybe if we wait till tomorrow, like the frog fairy will come along Mm -hmm. and make the frogs disappear. Maybe they'll just hop off on their own, right? Um, You know, and he just puts it off. He's like, maybe there's another way around this. And I want you to get this because I think this is so important for all of us that Pharaoh has learned that he can live with the frogs, Mm. right? He can tolerate a frog-saturated life. Mm. It's not a great life. It's not the life he wants or the people he leads want, right? But he can survive. And he actually prefers it to the change that would be required of him, Mm -hmm. right? And the change being letting the slave labor go. And I, I just think, there's a lot of you right now listening to this podcast who have learned to endure a frog-saturated life, mm. right? There's a question that I often ask people when I'm coaching them, and the question is, what are you tolerating right now that you know you shouldn't be? So just think about that. I want everybody to think about that, whether you're in the car, you're out for a run right now. What is one thing that you're tolerating right now in your life? You know, it's, it doesn't bring you a lot of joy. It's not great. It, it, it might not be even that devastating, but you're tolerating it. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be there. Mm-hmm. Can you think of one thing? You know, I, 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 I wish you would have 
asked me this before so I could think about it. Because, I mean, there's, of course, things that I'm not super thrilled with, but some of those things are, like, necessary in right, life. Like, right. so it's, you're having to find that medium of, like, what's the thing that actually is, like, I can change, doesn't have to be there, is actually maybe holding me back in other areas because I'm just tolerating it. I don't know. Let me think on that. Do okay. you have one? Uh, currently, yeah. I've got a little side gig that I've been doing that... Um, it just hasn't been what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really land in my passion area anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just kind of tolerating it. Yeah. It sucks the energy out of you and yeah. doesn't really give you much back. And it, either I need to re-up and reinvest in that mm-hmm. and get serious about it, or I need to let it go. Yeah. It's good. But I'm tolerating it right now. So it's not going in one direction or the other. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm doing exactly what I'm talking about here. With with Pharaoh is I'm like ah I'll deal with that tomorrow I'll figure it out tomorrow I'll yeah. Fig- yeah like again I, I think one of the things that keeps a lot of us from living this extraordinary life is this one word it's tomorrow it's procrastination right mm-hmm. procrastination is just a failure to do what needs to be done when it needs to be done it's the failure to do the right thing at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us get paralyzed around this idea of procrastination. Yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah. Especially when it's not like an evil thing. Like it's, you know, like I I say evil because we said necessary evil, but it's not like a bad thing, you know? Like it's nothing that's like maybe spiraling your life out of control like debt could be. But even if it's truly like coasting or just keeping that job that you hate and because in your mind you're like, well, this job pays my bills, this job helps support my family, this job, and and it feels like, Mm -hmm. you know, the pain is not greater than what might be on the other side because you don't know what's on the other side, yeah. right? And so, I don't know. I just think that's so the easiest ones to fall into are the ones that just feel like safe and comfortable, yet you know that they're it's not what you right, want. it's holding you back yeah. from what's best. Yeah, yeah. I think for, for most of us, our problem is not that we don't know what to do, our problem isn't even that we deliberately refuse to do what we know we ought to do. We just don't get around to doing it, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's not like you're saying no to growth. You're just saying, ah, tomorrow. It's yeah. not like you're saying no to your personal health. You're just like, no, I'll, I'll get serious about that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're not saying no to pursuing your passion and your dreams. You've just said, eh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. I'll get around to doing that. Mm-hmm. And it really comes down, remember last week we talked about those uh, four Cs? Yep. And then you added one. Yes, conviction. Yes, which was awesome. And this really is about that those first two, that conviction and commitment that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. It's like when, when you have this conviction, whether it's to be a better person, whether it's to chase a dream, launch an idea, like that, that conviction and that commitment moment is where you really have to settle in and say, I'm not going to keep putting this off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The conviction is it's there. You feel this, this hint in your heart, in your mind, I need to do something. That's the conviction. But then you have to make that commitment mm-hmm. and say, all right, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And then you know the rest of it kind of follows after that. And I was thinking today, because I think a lot of us, especially when it's like a personal dream that we want to chase or pursue, it's easy for us to put off because we feel like it's almost selfish to pursue it. Right. But more and more, what I realize and what I think are the dreams that you know God plants 
in our mind, in our heart, whether it's a dream to become a better person, whether it's a dream to start a new business, be whatever healthier, it might be, yeah. it's not just for us. This is, this is how the world gets created. Mm-hmm. I believe God gives people ideas, passions, dreams, and, and that's how this beautiful world gets created. So when you sit on a passion, you sit on a dream, you sit on an idea, and you do nothing with it, it is not just impacting you. Yeah. Right? It's impacting everybody around you. Yeah. I think when you're in your most, and you and I probably can relate to this a lot, but like when you're in your most inspired state and you're like really living where you feel like you should be in, in like your sweet spot, it bleeds out into everything. Yeah. Like you're energized for exercise, you're energized for relationships, you're energized for whatever. And dreaming, you dream more almost. Like it's like there, it's a, it's a weird domino effect seems like it'd be the opposite, but it's like, once you're in that sweet spot, it does impact everything else and other people. Like when you and I are really jiving in work or in things that we're creating, we are closer. We, the, the energy that we have for the people around us is higher because you, you, it's just this like momentum building thing. So you're right. It's not just isolated into just how you are going to behave in that one instance of one dream yep. you're chasing. It's, it really is just like it bleeds through. Yeah. And it's, I, I think about this, I, like with Pharaoh, where again, the reason I think he put it off tomorrow is he's counting the cost. He's trying to think through everything, you know, and that's what a lot of other people do. It's like for most of us, whatever that thing is that you're convicted about, that area of growth that you need or want in your life, the dream you want to pursue, all that stuff, you're, you're probably not going to do it on your own or you would have already done it, mm-hmm. right? You need you need some help. And, and everyone always counts the cost of that help, right? They'll count the cost of the book. They'll count the cost of the seminar, count the cost of a trainer, of a trainer count yeah. the cost of a, being part of a group coaching thing like what we're getting ready to launch. But nobody counts the cost of being stuck in the same place a year from now mm-hmm. that you're in today. Yeah, it's good. And I, I just think that's Pharaoh gets trapped there. And I think tomorrow and this idea of putting things off that we know we should do is just, it's a dangerous thing. And it's, it's easy to get comfortable with a frog-saturated life, with mm-hmm. a life that is, you know, it's okay. Nobody's dying. You're not getting a divorce tomorrow. You're not going bankrupt. But it's not the, li- it's not the extraordinary life that you were created to live. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think too, like this group coaching thing helps maybe even shine a light on areas you might not have even realized, like weren't super shiny and dull, you know, like, cause mm. I, I think about how you and I, I often say, well, Pete, I don't know if I would do goal getter. Cause I don't know that I have a specific goal, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. need help knowing what that is. Like, I don't know what that is. I know maybe I want to grow and I want to enhance my life, but I don't know what that is. I feel like you and your ability to kind of like talk people through that is really interesting. Hmm. I've heard you do it. Um, and it does, it kind of helps you see maybe the gaps that you didn't know existed. Yeah. So I think it'll be, it's, it's just such a great program. I love it. Yeah. I, I know. I, I get that from a lot of people. I don't have a big goal or dream. I'm like, ah, eh, I kind of doubt that. I really do. I understand that right now in your mind, you think you don't have a big goal or dream, but the reality is we all have a long sorted history with goals Mm -hmm. and pursuing ideas and dreams. And a lot of us tried to pursue something that, that failed or didn't turn out the way we thought it would. So we carry a lot of like uh, mental baggage when it comes 
to dreaming, to setting goals. Mm -hmm. And that's why we spend a lot of time on the power of your thoughts Mm -hmm. and this group coaching experience. Because usually the problems that you think you have, you think it's external. You think it's something out there. You don't have enough money to do what you want to do. Uh, You don't have enough time. You don't have the The experience, the skills. That's almost always not true. Um, the problem is rarely out there. It's not external. It's internal. Mm-hmm. It's happening in your mind. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we do a lot of work around that that I think is real helpful uh, and kind of gets people moving. And so um, you know, I think this topic fits into the group coaching thing really well because I think for some of you, again, you've been living for tomorrow, and it's, it's time. It's time for you. Yeah. It's time for you to take some action. And if being a part of a group coaching experience where you get some accountability, you get some inspiration, uh, you get to bounce some ideas off other people, people, um, it, it could move you much further down the road yeah. um, towards the extraordinary life you want. Yeah, exactly. And it's a 12-week program um, with six of those weeks being like the online teaching, the live Zoom calls that you're on with everybody. Um, and these are not massive groups. Like we do no, that on purpose. Group. It's not like you're going to be like this tiny little square on the screen that maybe you'll get to talk. Everybody talks if you want. Um, it's very much like you get a lot of one-on-one time. Um, so don't let that hinder you either. Um, but it is 12 weeks so that every other week you have time to kind of like work through whatever exercises. Um, we did it one time where it was six weeks and it was just kind of a lot for people probably to back to back to really work through everything adequately. It's too much. It's too much information Mm -hmm. to truly process in six weeks. We need these 12 weeks to kind of get you over the, the hump. Yep. So it starts September 6th and it goes through to the middle of November. Um, so, Pete's whole goal in this that you you thought of that I thought was just genius as far as the timing is concerned. If you listened last week, you heard this, but it's setting you up for the new year instead of waiting until January to like, okay, now let's get get my wheels rolling. You're going to be ready. And then like your energy's there, your excitement's there, your foundation's there um, to really move forward. And, you know, we're all about new year's resolutions, not anti those, but like the opportunity to get started now and, amongst all the energy that kind of comes with the season anyways mm. um i think it's just a really good time to do that and then it's done before the holidays and you enjoy that and then kick it off in january um putting it all to work but anyways so if you're interested in that it is the goal getter course g-o-a-l getter g-e-t-t-e-r course.com um and you'll see everything there explains it It even like goes into you know what each session is Um, there's a video there's pricing information all of that Um, and then you can also go to petewilson.co if if the other ones are hard to remember it is a long one Um, but yeah all that information is there and if you have questions there's forms on both of those websites fill those out we had people be like hey I don't know if this is a fit for me like here's my situation what do you think Uh, we'll talk you through all of that too so um, I'm super excited to get it going I can't wait I mean I really cannot wait it's going to be so exciting and there's nothing that just gets me fired up more than watching people make progress on the life that they really know that they want to live and are designed to live. Yeah. It's uh, awesome. And so don't wait till tomorrow. Let's do it today. Do it today. And September 6th is going to be here before you know it. So seriously, if you're interested, please do go to those websites. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, wow, September is like really soon. Yeah, I August, I feel like just kind of flew by. Um, so make sure you check that out. Um, and we'll finish out this series of living an extraordinary life on the podcast over the next couple of weeks. So you still have some opportunities to continue to sign up, but if the spots do fill up, um, we will close those groups. So please make sure that you, um, sign up if you're interested. And like I said, if you have questions, let us know. Yeah.
I'm loving this series. I know. This is like your jam. It is my Which jam. makes sense since, since kind of what you do for a living. It is my jam. I love it. It is my jam. Um, guys, if you haven't checked out our vlog, do that. I feel like I push our vlog all the time, but it's because I freaking sit in front of a computer editing it all the time. So um, I have to get my plug yeah, in there every once in a while. Yeah, we had a fun one going to the, um, the Williamson County Fair. <sighs> it was yeah. a disaster. It was a disaster. You'll see it. it. It's not overtly a disaster. Like, we'll watch it and be like, that isn't terrible, but we... Our expectation of the fair <laughs> versus what happened at the fair. Yeah. Pepper just pretty much thought she was a goat the whole time going, ah, blah. she heard the goat do one like scream. And from then on, she was screaming. <laughs> yeah, she is now a professional goat <laughs> caller. <laughs> Anyways, uh, check that out on YouTube. Um, the actual fair one will be up this weekend, but everything else, if you've missed any, go check those out uh, with the Wilsons on YouTube. That would yep. be awesome. Subscribe, do all the things. Yeah, and if you found the, this podcast helpful or the last one helpful or this series helpful, Or if you know somebody that wants, might be good fit for this group coaching, and maybe they don't listen to this podcast, be like, oh my gosh, they would be a great candidate for this. Um, do that. We've had people gift it to people um, saying, hey, I believe in you. Like, I know you're going through a hard time or I know you have this huge dream. I want to, you know, gift you yep. this experience. That's an option. So, anywho, it's all all there, all online. It's Subscribe, all follow, share. <laughs> share. All right. Well, the most dangerous word in the English language is tomorrow. Yeah. All right. That's my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I could think of a couple of other ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that funny. was another... Good, Good talk. talk.